Welcome all. My name is Hannah Morell. I'm with Pacific Stoa Financial Coaching, and this is Miserable is Not Enough. I teach financial resilience to individuals, couples, and the groups that support them. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the difference between financial literacy and financial wellness. Um, these phrases kind of get worked around a little bit, um, and they can both be used as marketing terms. Um, and I just want to be super clear about it, at least within the Pacific Stoa curriculum. These are two distinct things. Um, and, and generally, they are two distinct things, not just within Pacific Stoa. So financial literacy is also called financial education, financial competency. Um, this is the mechanics of the way that money works. Um, my The curriculum is built around financial literacy. Um, and so examples of things like financial literacy would be um, how to ca calculate compound interest, right? How inflation works, um, what the difference between a stock and a bond. Budgeting is a good example of financial literacy, kind of. It's starting to stretch over towards the financial wellness piece. Uh, there's a group called Financial Beginnings, which I'm a huge fan of. They are a financial literacy organization, and they do a bang-up job. They're just amazing. If you have like a school or a nonprofit in, and you want some financial literacy, um, they do a fantastic, they, their work is amazing. Um, financial literacy is typically taught one directionally. So it's brought in, it's typically a, um, a series of classes that is pre-made, prefabricated because this is information that they're sharing. This is education. And of course, now I'm not talking just about financial um, beginnings. I'm talking about all financial literacy. There are life insurance brokerages and uh, financial services that brokerages that offer financial education as well. And you'll find it's the same kind of thing, although those will always end with a sales pitch. Um, so things like how to balance a checkbook, how to open a checking account, how to um, how to run your credit score, how to understand your credit score, um, those kinds of things, that's all financial literacy, financial education, financial competency. And I don't mean to sound like this is not an important part of our education and our financial wellness. It is actually the core of the financial wellness curriculum uh, from Pacific Stoa. It, it is crazy important, but just having education is never going to be enough to change anybody's life. Probably the simplest example of that is we've known for, what, 70 years that smoking is bad for us, and we still continue to smoke. Um, if just knowing was enough, then we would all be fully capable of changing our lives for the better without any other interventions. Just having the education, and I know I'm repeating myself, you know, I love to do this, um, just having the education is not enough. We need the soft skills to be able to implement them. So if you think about a spectrum, right, you hear you've got this spectrum on the left-hand side, you've got fully mechanical, money mechanics. The, that is, here's how a, here's what a stock is, here's what a bond is, right? Here's, here's how to find your interest rate on your credit card statement. Those are the mechanical tools that are very, very important, but will not work alone. On the far end of the spectrum, you have on the right hand side of the spectrum, you have soft skills. This is decision making. This is problem solving. This is um, procrastination and eliminating it or drilling down on it. Uh, this is um, 
working through crisis. This is talking about like our past experiences with money and how they influence our choices and decisions now. All of these soft skills are not going to be talked about by financial literacy or financial education because that's not their job, right? Financial education is telling you exactly what it is or financial literacy. Literacy is very basic. Literacy, if you're talking about literacy, literacy, like reading, literacy is just being able to read. It's not comprehension. It's not an application. Um, it is just reading. So that takes some skill and some time, right? To be able to implement the things that we read. So the wellness piece where financial wellness comes in is the combination between the soft skills, the decision-making and problem solving with the knowledge itself. Um, and if you kind of view along this spectrum, if you view a bell curve, um, it is heavily weighted towards the soft skills side. So I would say probably only, gosh, uh, 15%, 10 or 15% only of my clients have we ever just stuck to the mechanics, right? Maybe less than that. Um, I might be being super generous on that. Um, because the soft skills always come into it, decision-making, purchasing choices, those always come into it. And that is not, that is not mechanical. That is a soft skill. The bell curve is heavily shifted over towards the soft skill side um, with a big peak in the middle with most of my clients and most of the organizations that I work with finding a nice blend between the two. Um, and then there's probably only 10% of folks that I've never talked about mechanics with, right? So I've, we've only ever talked about soft skills. And what's amazing to me about those folks is that they have made positive, long-lasting changes to their financial lives, and we have never talked about money. And what that means to me, what that tells me is that the soft skills are actually more critical than the, um, than the mechanics. And if you've spent any time in the curriculum or any time talking to me, you'll know that there's two things that those soft skills revolve around. That is awareness and resilience. Um, and without those two things kind of holding together the wellness pieces, um, that would, we would just be straight back to mechanics again. Again, nobody changes their lives with just mechanical information. So if you're, if you're looking out in Google, like what's financial literacy, you are not going to find any financial wellness tools typically with those offerings, nor should you. They are telling you specifically what they're doing. If you're seeing somebody offering financial wellness and they're not offering any of the soft skills, what they're doing is financial literacy. That is something I've come across recently. Um, I would love to live in a world where all it took was teaching people how to open a checking account and teaching them how compound interest works for um, them to change their lives. I would love that world, but I would also be out of a job. Um, that's actually my job is to be out of a job eventually, right? Um, so it is important to realize sometimes that what we think we need is financial literacy, but what we actually need is financial wellness. Uh, I don't know if it was Henry Ford or said, who said this or not, but someone said, or someone said Henry Ford said this, um, if I had asked the people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And typically that's kind of what my first conversation with people looks like. I'm asking them, you know, 
what are your goals? What can I do for it? And they're saying, I need to get better with budgeting. Okay, well, we will get to that. And turns out that what's underneath that is actually some soft skills. We need to work on resilience. We need to work on awareness of our spending first, right? We need to work on decision-making and problem-solving and understanding how our brains make decisions when we are in um, either chronic low level or acute crisis. Like we need to understand those things. Otherwise we can't make better decisions over time. So I hope that this clarifies a little bit the difference between financial literacy and financial wellness. Um, it looks very simple, right? It looks like what we need is the financial literacy and typically what we need is actually the wellness piece. So uh, take a couple minutes, think about some topics that you'd like to hear me talk about. I spend a lot of time talking about soft skills, obviously, um, but if we need to pull in some more um, mechanical skills, like we did tracking a little while back, um, let's pull those in too. What do you want to hear in this podcast? Uh, also take a couple minutes, find a time next week that we could talk. I would love to chat with you. And of course it'd be like on zoom. Uh, I will put my calendar right into the show notes so that you can put yourself directly onto my calendar. If you'd like to do that, I would love to speak with you. I hope you have a good two weeks. Have a lovely day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Did you know that this podcast has a companion discussion group? Predictably, it's called the Miserable is Not Enough discussion group, and we have covered such topics as, uh, let's see, burnout, procrastination, autonomy, accountability. Uh, we've talked about crisis. Uh, we've talked about all sorts of things. All of these things indirectly and sometimes directly impact our financial wellness. And while we don't spend a bunch of time talking about money, um, the the holistic part of this is that those conversations, those concepts, those obstacles definitely impact our finances in one way or the other. We would love to have you join us. I will include in the show notes the link to the, uh, the event page and you can see what our next topic is. We would love to have you join us. Talk to you soon. Bye. The tools, concepts, strategies, and processes covered in this curriculum, coaching, and podcast are meant to be used for your personal development and or in the partnership with the tools that you are already using in the service of your community. If you are considering seeking compensation of, or contracts using this financial coaching curriculum, please reach out to Pacific STOA for more information on the Financial Wellness Coach Certificate and Exclusive Licensing.